the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon and greetings. Thanks for coming along today for this edition of The Ride Home. It is a really sad day in America. I would say it's almost as sad a day as last week was. And it's with a heavy heart that we come before you today as... um, If you're following along uh, right now in the nation's capital, a second impeachment vote is taking place. And it's surreal to find us here. It's, depending upon your perspective, a a dream or or a nightmare. And to be honest, I I don't think that those coexist bumper stickers are working. (laughs) I just think there's a problem there. Kath, welcome. Uh, Good to see you. Thank you. Happy to be seen, John. Yeah. I'm in the spare room today with new windows. Oh, good for you. Fabulous. Yeah, I mentioned on the air yesterday that we were going to have new windows put into uh, this room where I do the show and uh, it is done. I, I would like to try to express the catastrophe around me right now, though, you know, because everything had to be moved out and right. then it's for the installation. And then the, the windows were installed. They left. And then I came in here like a tornado to try to get ready for today's show, John. Are you saying that the uh, workers left the place in disrepair? They actually didn't. I was thinking, I was very happy they vacuumed everything. I mean, I, I thought I would have to come in here and vacuum, and now I don't have to. Excellent. See, I want to thank the men who are here. Okay, good. So the, then the, just the disarray is, you know, your own disarray just what it of is. furniture and whatnot. I, mean, I, don't know if you, I don't know if I really enjoy you talking to me about my own disarray. To well, be you, gotta, with you, but, you better yeah. claim it. I don't know. I mean, I could push it off on someone else. It seems to be the way things work today. Well, that might be part of the problem is where we find ourselves today. It might I'm be. I'm just saying, all right? So if you made a mess, claim it, would you please? Name it, claim it. Exactly it. All right. As we always do, we get underway. Give us, won't you please now, Kath, the top four at four. Yes, John and Mike, for Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. The House of Representatives is on the verge of impeaching President Trump for the second time, with Republicans in both chambers of Congress split on whether to support the effort in these tumultuous final days of the Trump presidency. Trump is on the verge of becoming the only president in history to be twice impeached. According to Fox News, five Republican lawmakers, including third-ranking House GOP leader Liz Cheney of Wyoming, announced they would vote to impeach the president. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell also apparently supports Democrats' move to initiate impeachment proceedings against Trump and, quote, is done and, quote, furious with him, sources familiar told Fox News. The House voted late Tuesday to pass a resolution urging Vice President Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove President Trump from office, but the vote was seen as symbolic because, you know, the VP already said he would not take that action. Number two. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is saying that any vote in his chamber on removing Mr. Trump from office would happen after Mr. Biden becomes president. 
According to today's Wall Street Journal, Mr. McConnell called the Office of Democratic Leader Senator Chuck Schumer of New York to say he would not reconvene the Senate early to accept an article of impeachment. The Senate is scheduled to reconvene January 19th, which Mr. McConnell said leaves no time for a vote before Mr. Biden's inauguration, January 20th. Number three. The D.C. National Guard is on hand at the U.S. Capitol today as the impeachment vote is taking place. USA Today reports that a tall metal fence surrounds the building as dozens of National Guardsmen stand at the perimeter cradling rifles. Political officers, police officers and large dump trucks obstruct intersections for blocks surrounding the building and inside the Capitol. Groups of troops are making a home in the massive rotunda and near two entrances of the building, including an entrance typically used by the president-elect on Inauguration Day, which was targeted by rioters last week. Scores of Guardsmen John also taking time to sleep in the Capitol Visitor Center so they can be ready to take their shift outside. And number four, the NHL season starts this evening. Goodness. Maybe it's this afternoon, actually, because Penn's take on the hated Flyers in Philadelphia and puck drop is at 5.30. And that's it. That's your top four. At four. Very good. <clears throat> 5.30. Heard 5.30 hockey. I, don't you love a 5.30 hockey game? No. Not particularly. I love five thirty hockey games. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen a five thirty hockey game. Mm-hmm. This is because remember the Steeler game, the Wednesday three forty game. Mm-hmm. That's my this favorite is a response to that. That's right? when the Steelers season went to pot. Mm-hmm. Well, thank goodness for some hockey. We uh, all could use a little diversion at this point. That you know, is for sure. I just want to say this: that you know, as you join us today, uh, we have been producing this show here um, for more than a decade, and. You might know this, that we are, we are speaking from a distinctly Christian worldview. This is not a, a political arena. And we have listeners who join us every day from every political party. Maybe not the Whigs, but you get my point. They're not well represented today. No. Now, our, our mission but we'd wel- here— But we'd welcome them if they were, John. The Whigs? Yeah, why not? Sure. Okay. I mean, our, our mission is this— that we come together as the body of Christ to embrace all people who believe in Jesus and to bring unity and not division in the body of Christ first. At the same time, we recognize that people have politics that they hold very near and very dear to them. And with those politics, it's all right to agree or to disagree. Yeah. Okay for us to have different takes on the mm-hmm. issues of the day. Yep. As long as at the end of the day, We come back together as a family of God and acknowledge each other as such, first and foremost, as children of God. Christ alone, Christ first and foremost, and everything that springs from that. I think in many times, especially in America, we've gotten our priorities twisted upside down. And that, to me, is probably the most troubling thing of this day. Who do you claim first, our Lord and Savior, or do you claim your politics? Our mission here is clear, to be agents of peace and to invite all of us into conversation about what it is to be an active believer under the head of Jesus Christ. So if that's you, we welcome you. If you're thinking about it, we welcome you as well. Now, today, of course, we'll talk about the politics of the day, like most other media outlets, and at the same time, We'll invite other guests on to talk about other things as well besides politics, because, of course, politics isn't everything. 
right? That's an unhealthy diet. We recognize that. We encourage that. We equip that. We look forward to the conversation ahead. Kath? Yeah. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about a couple interesting things for families in the four o'clock hour. Uh, We're going to be talking with uh, Ann Swindell at 440 about when mothering feels boring. (laughs) John, do you know, Mike, do you know anything about when mothering feels boring? (laughs) No. Nope. No, mm. sorry, I can't. Do you have that, that subject? Uh, I mean, I've had it. I don't have it right now. I've got. There's a lot of dynamism going on with both of my daughters, so I don't mm. think I'm really bored right okay. now. But there, there are dark times, so we'll be talking about that. Um, also, Roger Woodworth will be with us in the in the five ten hour. Uh, veteran pastor from the Pittsburgh area. How are we to be people of high grace and high truth? It's a high standard that Christians have agreed to when they said they would follow Jesus. And so we're going to talk about that in the five o'clock hour. Plus, it is Pittsburgh Restaurant Week. And so we're interested from here in we're interested in hearing from you about the places that you like around the Pittsburgh area. And have you been able to, I don't know, support them, keep them afloat in these COVID times? Are you doing takeout? Um, did you show up in person once Governor Wolf lifted the ban? Um, did you show up before Governor Wolf lifted the ban? Like whatever your philosophy is on eating out, we'd love to hear about that and celebrate the restaurants in Pittsburgh because John, have they had a hard time or what? Yeah, they sure have. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good conversation. We look forward to that. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to a pastor who has advice for parents, a prison pastor's advice on how to talk to your kids. That's next. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. We are Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, Word FM. 101.5 WORD. Your station for leading the way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Dr. Michael Youssef. You show me a Christian who is an overcomer and who is victorious, and I will show you a Christian who not only knows his treasure house, her treasure house in Christ, but they also know how to appropriate those treasure house in their lives every day. Join Dr. Michael Youssef all this week on Leading the Way. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. My pillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium my pillows for as low as prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call one 800 391 You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. When was the last time you watched your home movies? If you're like most, there's a box in your closet of videotapes, film reels, and photos that don't get watched. Worse, they're degrading. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Adam. Ten years ago, we started Legacy Box to help families convert their aging media to digital. Here's how it works. 
Fill Legacy Box with your camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. We professionally digitize and send them back on DVDs, thumb drives, or the cloud, ready to watch and share. Legacy Box is the world's largest, most trusted home movie and photo digitizer. Over 450,000 families have used Legacy Box, and we've been featured on Good Morning America, Rachel Ray, and The Today Show. Dust off those recorded moments and preserve your family's history so it can be easily passed down for generations. Experience peace of mind and enjoy reliving the glory days. Order your Legacy Box today. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for a limited time to get 40% off your order. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Remember, I don't know, was it two decades ago, the documentary Scared Straight? Remember that? Oh, yeah. That might even, that might be more than that. Really? I mean, in that documentary, they uh, there was a, a program of, of inmates who got together and sat around in a circle with uh, young guys, right? Young kids, you know, teenagers yeah. who thought they were toughs. And uh, they sat in a circle and inmates who were serving time for a variety of offenses got straight talk from from men some wisdom and, and so what's that like i mean you see your child you know sort of leaning in a direction and boy you, you sure would like to you know set matters uh, st- strong and say son please stay with me here don't go to that side well brian wright is back with us brian is a chaplain for the federal bureau of prisons author of inspired questions a year's journey through the new testament but he wrote a piece at the gospel coalition which we loved called a prison pastor's advice for parents and brian welcome back to the show thanks for having me sure happy to have you brian um i guess we can start off by talking about your journey um how did you end up being a chaplain for the federal bureau of prisons that's right you know i never uh, saw it uh, down down the road or down the path um but okay. you know when i was uh, just about finishing seminary and looking at going into full-time ministry um i was put in contact with a regional chaplain for the federal bureau of prisons and started a conversation there and as i was just seeking the lord and praying about what uh you know what full-time ministry for me at a seminary would look like uh, it just seemed like a good fit and i really felt god calling me to this and uh right. Been doing it for a little over 10 years and, and have loved wow. it. It's been a, a great ministry, a fruitful ministry, and, and it's certainly been uh, been my calling to this point. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, uh, uh, when I go into my office at work, I have a key. I have a key that opens my office door. When you go to work, what is the process like to get into your office? <laughs> yeah, d- depending on the security level, it's a lot more keys than that, a lot more doors and sally ports and, and unlocking and locking. Uh, I, I kid around with some people and say, you know, it might take me three or four, uh, you know, to go through three or four locked doors to, you know, reuse the restroom or to go to visit, you know, uh, someone down the hall. So it's it's a pretty secure uh, place, depending, again, on the on the different security level you work in. Yeah. Was that a hard adjustment for your family to make, that that's where you were going to make your living? 
You know, there certainly is an adjustment that, you know, ministry is not as, you know, my kids don't play with my congregation's kids and my wife doesn't meet with their wives. And, um, you know, likewise, there's a there's a family disconnect in, in a certain extent. But then I do try to involve them as much as possible with different events or things that, that do take place, actually, at, at certain prisons. Like they'll have family days or other things or that I'll, I'll invite my family in to, to even, you know, tour the facility or to see what, you know, what dad does or to see, you know, to be a part of the ministry. But they certainly get updates and we pray together as a family and 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 so i keep them as involved as i can as far as just you know updates and letting them know and and praying uh, for our ministry brian you're a very fine writer and in this piece that you put for the with the gospel coalition it's a few years old a, a prison pastor's advice for parents you detail uh three inmates lives uh, a black drug dealer a white supremacist and a native american gangster would you take a minute and, and talk about one or all three of these men that you've intersected with and the impact that they had in your life? Yeah, absolutely. And and if I may, just one one drawback I should probably say up front about the article is that, you know, I can imagine a, a parent or even a listener right now just walking away or thinking, you know, well, that's not my kid or, you know, a gangster or this or that and, and kind of using some of these more um, stronger, you know, uh, scenarios or stories, um, you know, in order to, to draw the, the larger point of just kind of a quest for identity. But at, at the same time, you know, at the prison I'm at right now is actually more of a white-collared uh, prison where I've got bank presidents, CEOs, senators, entertainers, mm-hmm. professional athletes. So I wouldn't want somebody to walk away from even an article like this or, or even a radio broadcast like this thinking, okay, well, that's not my kid or that's not my, you know, where, where I yeah, see, you point. know. The parenting. So I just wanted to make that qualification because I did use three very strong scenarios to say that, um, you know, there were things that, you know, the world said, we'll answer those questions if they didn't find them in the home. And so I, these were three examples in my first few years, actually, as a, as a prison chaplain um, that I recalled back in um, and, and put forth in this article to just say, you know, as I developed a relationship with them, got to walk alongside them and just hear their stories and be, uh, you know, alongside the aftermath of their crimes and just the things that were unifying among these three. And so uh, just a quest for identity. And a, a lot of yeah. times they'll say, you know, everyone wants to fit in or belong or they'll ask questions, who am I or why am I here? Or, what should I do? And, and again, the world would love to answer those questions um, right. for them if they're not answered elsewhere. And so I think what a lot of them, you know, these stories point towards is, um, you know, our identity in Christ as believers and the way we have a individual identity in Christ, but also a corporate identity in Christ and kind of the way that that flows back and forth and, and what that looks like in the Christian life. And then us as parents to be able to let our children know that versus letting them try to, um, you know, let the world uh, answer it for them or they find it out outside of the home. Brian Wright is with us, chaplain for the Federal Bureau of Prisons and author of a couple books, including Inspired Questions, A Year's Journey Through the New Testament. Um, All right, Brian. So um, there's a lot of talk about white supremacy. There has been for the last couple of years in America. Uh, A lot of us would say, well, I don't I don't know white supremacists, but you have you do. And you've you've profiled this person. Can you tell us his story? Yeah. So, um, you know, as far as just. this inmate, and obviously names were changed and things like that sure. for, the, for the article and for sake of the privacy of the individual. But as, as walking alongside this person and even just, as I mentioned in the article, handing him a book and just getting him to, you know, read a little bit broader and consider additional things. And just as he's even reading through a Christian book that's kind of saying, you know, what's my purpose? And it's not about me. And just realizing, wow, 
I went out into this life or went out into, you know, what, what I didn't get at home, I got out there in the world is kind of the main tagline. So as I met with them, as I talked with them, as I, you know, even in a sense, I'd say discipled them for, for a period of time as much as it was possible in solitary confinement was just him coming to the realization of, wow, I mean, almost the light goes on um, of, you know, where he was searching for answers, where he wanted to feel a part of something bigger than himself, wanting to belong, wanting, you know, getting around people that included him in certain things or wanting, uh, felt that somebody was there for him, felt that um, he had an identity, he had a group, he had a fitting, a community, and all those things and and he sought him, you know, again out in the world uh, versus that we we would say is in Christ. And, and Brian, as you profile uh, this person and, and and others that you meet, you know, I I often think about well, you know, there's no such thing as a victimless crime, right? I mean, because even when when a crime's committed, the guilty party of that crime is not only dragging himself into prison, but he's also dragging his family as well, whether it's his wife or children or his parents, people who know him and love him. And I'm sure in that remorse, you know, when it's lights out and the inmates lying in bed and he's sifting through his memories of times past, it's got to break his heart. And on the flip side as well, for those of the family members who are free and out in the world, their hearts break nightly too. That, that's right. You know, I talk to a lot of families and, and a lot of parents um, and, and family members of those that are incarcerated. And a lot of times, you know, for, for some, it's we didn't know how, we don't know how to how to have tough love or we did, we we enabled them to this, that or the other. Or so there's a whole family dynamic that would be another talk another day. But, yes, there, there's both sides to the story. And, and like you said, I certainly you know, you want to have sympathy on both sides. And there certainly needs to be. Um, you know, uh, for, for each scenario and for each case, uh, you know, I'll talk to family members and they'll, you know, want to know how, what do we do now or how, how do we um, yeah. pray for them? How do we minister to them? And one of the things that if I could right now is just start by encouraging anyone even listening now that in my 10 plus years of being talking to families, being around uh, those that have, you know, committed these crimes, no one's beyond God's grasp. And so mm-hmm. there really is Christ-centered hope available in every situation. So whether it's in prison or at home, um, be encouraged. And, and so God's in the business of redeeming people, of reconciling relationships, of restoring all the years. As the Bible says, the locusts have eaten. So stay faithful and keep trusting in him. And, and there is the opportunities uh, for, for God to intervene. If you're, just, if you're just joining us, we are The Ride Home with John and Kathy, 101.5 Word FM, 7.30 a.m. WPIT, talking to Brian Wright, chaplain for the Federal Bureau of Prisons and author of several books, including The Rhythm of the Christian Life. All right, Brian, so um, what's your word to parents? Uh, people listening, they're saying, okay, so let's try to avoid my kid ending up in there, but uh, let's hope in my kid that we cultivate a heart in them that um, extends mercy to all people. Um, how does that happen? Well, and I think you might have said the two words perfectly yourself, just cultivating their hearts. And so obviously, you know, we've gotten to the point of we're not just, uh, I don't want anyone to think we're suggesting that, hey, the, the solution to the problem is just quoting a verse of scripture or helping them to just make a better decision, because then that would just be moralism. So uh, mm-hmm. it's about Christ, you know, coming into someone's life and not just making a bad person be good, but a dead person come alive. 
And so there's faith, there's the gospel, there's prayer, there's fellowship, there's the fruit of the Spirit, there's having good examples in their lives, the spiritual discipline. So there, there's all those aspects. But if I were to just give a few practical suggestions, as you yeah. asked, as far as for the readers, you know, one of the things, and, and I list an example um, in the article of games you can play with kids or just filling their heads with biblical wisdom or, or of also of cautions. And so one, one way to do that is to be going through the book of Proverbs with your kids or explain often why Jesus came and the importance of God's love and why we find our identity in that so that, um, you know, I can tell them, don't be discouraged. Uh, don't let the peace depend on other people's view of you or how they, you know, because your identity is in Christ. Um, and so I would help them also see the ugliness of sinful behavior and let them know. So as I'm, you know, washing them in a sense with the word, as I'm praying for them would be, would be very important. You know, uh, my wife and I dedicate in, uh, at least one month every year. Uh, we pick a month that has 31 days and we've got a little, uh, 31 biblical virtues to pray for your kids. It, Nav press put it out and we've been just doing that for years. So praying for our kids is, is very important. Um, helping them see these things, but then also showing when you've failed. And so kind of having a, a, a relationship with them to help them, see it in your life. Uh, so obviously, even um, some of the stories, uh, one of the stories I share in this article is a guy saying, man, I need to see examples. I need to see somebody walk in the walk and talk in the talk. So parents, that's what you need to do. You need to walk the walk and talk the talk. And so by seeing that and explaining who God is and who they are and, and how God's made them, I think are all ways in which we do it as parents. Um, and, and certainly, letting them see that even themselves, as far as identity and things, that they're to appreciate themselves and accept how God's made them with weaknesses and strengths, and that's exactly how God made them, and, and, and they can be content with themselves as God made them. And so things like that, and again, I'm just giving some broad strokes um, sure. uh, as far as ways in which are things to be doing with kids. Um, you know, we play a lot of games with our kids. We'll have family devotions where we'll kind of act out. I'll read maybe a parable of Jesus, and, and I want to see that they understand it. So instead of me just telling them, we'll have them, okay, show us how you think, you know, where you see this. And so maybe they'll get up and, and do a little fun. If I was at school and somebody came up to me, and so so we do things involving the kids and, and just um, more active learning than just passive, you know, telling them here's a bunch of rules or things like that. So just, um, you know, those would be the first, first few things that come That's to mind. Good. That's terrific. Brian Wright, who joins us, is the chaplain for the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Brian, uh, with just a minute or so left here. But, you know, I'm sure as you talk to the men that you're surrounded by in the prison, you know, um, just by the grace of God, you can't choose your family. But really, what I hear you say is family's everything. And how you choose to be a mm-hmm. family and how you choose to talk to your kids or not, how you choose to love on your kids or not. I mean, a lot of these guys who are in there, they never had a chance, did they? Because their families were so so deeply dysfunctional. Absolutely. And so the hope that I give them is you can be a part of a family here. And so, you know, my wife is from Peru. And when she moved here, just real quick, her mom told her something before she got on the plane. She says, you know, you're about to move to a country and you're leaving me, your mom, but you have a mom there. And she gave her my mom's name and you have a a sister there. And she gave her my sister's name, meaning you also have a family there that you're entering into. Well, the same thing I can hold to them. You're apart from or away from, or maybe even never knew your biological family, but there's still family here for you. and, and they've they've you know been told blood's thicker than water, but I let them know that the, the blood of Christ is even thicker than that. And so us as a family in Christ is is one of the strongest things. And then once they see that lived out in community here and in fellowship here, so letting them know that they're, they are they can be part of a family. 
Really good. Good words, good piece written by Brian Wright, chaplain for the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Brian, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Brian. Absolutely. Thanks for having me back. That's a good word. Sure is. You think about all those people, all those men and women stuck inside those prison cells and the lives that they lead. Take a break. Come back. We're just getting underway. The Ride Home here on Word FM. All the online Christmas shopping this year had me too quick to double click. Just too easy to spend money. I had a checkout cart with five golden rings, four calling birds, and three Chia Pets. If you, too, let your Christmas cheer spread a bit too far and you're tired of being stretched financially, tired of the constant credit card stress, and you're curious if a refinance or cash-out refinance would help, know that we're a faith and family mortgage team committed to Word FM. It sounds so radio commercial to say, but it really is true that mortgage rates have gone from historically low levels to somehow even a bit lower as of late leaving millions of Americans with the potential opportunity to either lower your monthly payment a couple hundred bucks or cash out a chunk of equity that's sitting in your home to use for life. If you'd like to see what that would look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. Nice. United Mortgage Court, Melvin, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. My pillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium my pillows for as low as prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call one 800 391 You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com. But by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Today's forecast calls for clear skies, slight winds coming out of the Northeast, and customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Tonight, we'll see considerable clouds. Expect a low tonight of 33. Mostly cloudy skies on tap for tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 43. Clouds breaking tomorrow night with a low of 33. Friday will be mostly cloudy. We'll see a little rain late in the morning. That'll be followed by a couple of snow showers in the afternoon. Friday will reach a high of 43. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon.
Hey, thanks for being with us. Breaking news here that a majority of the House of Representatives have voted to impeach President Trump for inciting a violent insurrection against the Capitol. Uh, the vote has already been taken. A uh, number of yes votes to impeach, 231 uh, votes, no, were 197. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's shocking. It really is. I mean, uh, you never think, uh, how can this be? Where have we arrived at uh, American history where a sitting president well, has been yeah. impeached twice? Right. Yeah, but that, I mean, I, I don't mean to make light of it because it's a very, very serious thing. At the same time, this is what, I mean, God bless the founding fathers for setting in um, in writing what how these machinations are supposed to happen. So I'm grateful that there's a problem, grateful that we're not some kind of, you know, fledgling republic trying to figure out how to, you know, how to do things. Not saying we do them well, mind you. You know, I, I don't know. If, did you did you wait, spend any time today listening? I didn't. I did. Okay. And it was a fascinating day. Look, again, this is what makes America great, mm-hmm. is that people stand up that you voted for, mm-hmm. and they have 30 seconds or a minute or two minutes or five minutes or whatnot to express their opinions. People from your district, people who represent you. And you hear so many things. What my takeaway is for a lot of this is, Democrat and Republican, there is deep hypocrisy on both sides. Oh, yes. This system is so broken. Yep. And we are beholden to so many different political ideologies. And a lot of them are are run by corporations in this country. And it is just a dangerous place that we are, that we wrap ourselves around the flag. And both sides are guilty of Mm -hmm. really deep and ugly things. Yeah. And I I would say... um... You didn't ask me what I thought. I was just ready to insert my opinion. Is now a good time? It's your job. Uh, I feel as if um, I'm not sure the system is broken. I think that oh, we are broken. broken. Well, I we are broken that, as believers. Yeah. Well, we're, we're broken as Americans and believers. Everybody here is broken. Um, because you know what I was thinking today is that a week from um, this day, Joe Biden becomes president. But we're the same us. Americans are. We're the same us. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of like people, we were making fun of um, the attitude that once 2020 passed away, you know, once we hit 1201, it was going to be like a whole new world. No. And of course we knew it wasn't going to be a whole new world because all the problems you had at 1159 on uh, January or December 31st are the same ones you're going to have at 1201 on January. 1st. It's the same thing with, uh, with a, a president. Having a new president does not change everything. It changes some things. It changes some things that are significant. I'm not minimizing the office of the president. I'm just saying the problem, the deepest problem to me is us. Well, we don't know how to talk. We don't know how to disagree. We only like to hear the people that agree with us. We don't like people who are in our orb disagreeing with our perspective. We would like to uh, uh, force people to agree with what we think is the right way to go. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. We're mean and hateful online, which means we're probably mean and hateful in our hearts because the online stuff doesn't come from nowhere. I mean, I I really, I, I just think that, you know, Biden becomes president and he inherits all the same stuff Trump had. I'm sure he does.
you know, but at the same time, when you think about what, you know, what happened in the past, well, you know, we've gone through this. Remember, remember the first impeachment where we went through, yeah, I mean, I remember how, that. how long did that drag on? So this is, there's two different bookends here. Yeah. That first impeachment, it was months and months and months and months. And, you know, right. all this investigation and at the end, in the end, right. it meant nothing. And it was just a bunch of pardon, pardon the, you know, the bad analogy. It was just trumped up. I mean, for Russian collusion, I don't buy that for a second. I really don't. So then we do it again, and you lose that political capital on something which I believe is much more serious. And But it doesn't mean anything because we already threw that other stuff away. Yeah, I totally agree that uh, the Dems really wasted, as you said, their capital with uh, the first impeachment. I, I do. I think this one is – I think the allegations here are much more serious. Um, I think we all recognize that. Um, but, you know, you – you Twitter away. There's another like uh, word choice for you. You Twitter away your stuff and then people don't take you as seriously. Look, there. I don't know what else has to happen in our country for us to take this seriously. So because, but, okay. So then because of that, so that because there's been this, this, this political gamemanship, gamesmanship, you think, well, then what are the people doing that we elected them to do if they're just, you know, messing with each other, just doing this with each other to score political points? And meanwhile, oh. we're in the midst of a, a worldwide pandemic. And of course, so many other things need to be done. And we're just like a dog chasing its tail. Yeah. That's the hypocrisy of it all that drives yeah. me up a wall. Oh, I know. I mean, are you kidding me? God help us. Yeah, there's a the lot of hypocrisy are. on both sides. There's no question about that. We can but detail again, that in a future segment. We are believers in Christ first and right. foremost. And I think that that supersedes everything as believers. Right. There's also the big problem is us and why we raise our hands with this. Cause I think we all, you know, that well, you, you, you've, heard, you've heard the adage, you get the leaders you deserve. All right, let's take a break. This is just a bad, sad day. It really is. It's just been a horrible, horrible couple of weeks. Take a break. Come back. Uh, Ann Swindell. She's going to talk about something totally different, which isn't a necessary thing. Those boring mothers. God help them. <laughs> 101.5 WORD. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley. Jesus says the truth will liberate you. Free to be. Free to become. Free to do. Free to achieve. Free to fulfill God's great purpose in our life. Hear the series, How the Truth Can Set You Free. This week on In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Some home repairs simply can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, or composite. To show their appreciation to word listeners, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this station. 
Get 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off. Backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. As mothers and caregivers, we tend to put others before ourselves. Former Texas Governor Ann Richards once said, if you think taking care of yourself is selfish, change your mind. In planning for your retirement, it's important to pay yourself first. Women have unique needs as investors. They generally live longer than men and have less saved. Kurt Kenotic and the team at Accurate Solutions Group have developed a complimentary guide to help women achieve financial independence called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. This guide addresses the reasons every woman should have a financial plan of her own. For your copy of this guide from Accurate Solutions Group, call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Don't put others' retirement plans before your own. Take the first step toward your financial independence today. Call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Finding the right type of care for your loved one can be a highly emotional decision. Moving your loved one to a nursing home, rehab center, or independent care may not be necessary. Help at Home, formerly XL Home Care, can provide a warm, family-like environment with a Help at Home caregiver, or you may even qualify to get paid to take care of the ones you love. To learn more, call Help at Home, 412-212-8950. 412-212-8950. Look, I had a lot of shaky times when my girls were little. I have, a lot, of, I have a lot of shaky times now and they're not little. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, I was deprived of sleep, of course, when they were infants, like every new parent is. Um, I had a hard time adjusting to being a mom at home because I was, you know, career woman for so long. And then I came home and, you know, I thought this was going to be this great, you know, enlightening thing. And it was, but I just, it was so different. I felt like I was doing all of this work that went on, you know, 18 hours a day and no one ever noticed. I never, you know, my my husband was awesome, of course, but it's not the same as being in the workplace and, you know, getting a raise or getting a letter of recommendation. I mean, there are no letters of recommendation. And I will say, John, now that I've thought about it, there were a couple boring times. Bored. You were were you a bored mother? A couple. Here's the thing. When I was growing up, my parents, especially my mom, was insistent. We were not a, we were not allowed to utter the words, I am bored. That was my our house was, too. Was very, very upset by those words. So I would right, not right. say that out loud, but I can imagine there's a lot of tedium that goes into raising kids. Right. My mother, as you well know, was the mother of seven. She prayed regularly to be bored. Please, God, deliver me to a boring place. (laughs) Please. She was not. Well, Anne Swindell's with us. Anne's the author of Still Waiting, Hope for When God Doesn't Give You What You Want, and teaches Christ-centered writing courses at writingwithgrace.com. Here to talk about when mothering feels boring. Hi, Anne. Thanks for being with us. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Okay, so talk about it. You know, I was, you know, you go from anxiety to outright tension to drudgery. Where does boredom fit in? You know, I think maybe a lot of us as moms, especially moms of young kids, have been feeling it more acutely than ever during this pandemic. Oh, I can't imagine. 
there's been nowhere to go. There's been nothing to do. You know, play dates have not been allowed. I know for us, when quarantine first hit here in Michigan, our, even the playground across the street was wrapped off in yellow tape. Now that's you know, the final so, insult, isn't that? Isn't that? You know, that, like when, we can't even they, go outside to play. Listen, a month ago, they closed our library. I was like, oh. if my kids were little and they closed the library, I would have been on a rampage or I would have just it gone into a deep depression. So sad. You know, our library at least had uh, curbside pickups. So we did a lot of that. Oh, good, 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 good. Um, but yeah, I do think so. You know, that you go into motherhood. I was hearing what you were saying, Kathy, and you go into motherhood and you think of all these beautiful, wonderful, meaningful moments, which there mm-hmm. are, and they happen yeah. every day, usually in small moments. But there's also a lot of, as you said, tedium. There's a lot of repetition. There's a lot of washing the same dishes and washing the same bodies and washing the same clothes every single day, you know, and you look ahead and you think, this is never going to end. Like there, maybe they'll grow up, but I think I'm just going to be doing dishes and laundry and giving baths until my teeth fall out. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, and let me tell you, I've got a 20 year old and a 21 year old home from college. It hasn't oh. ended. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Encouraging or not? Sorry. Is no, it, it's is not. This a, it's just is, a, this a, is this a bad time to tell you, Ann? Just the facts. Oh, I remember my mom actually telling me that once you're a mom, you're always a mom. You know, once you're a parent, you're always a parent because you carry those kids in your heart, even when they don't live in your home. I mean, my kids are seven and three, so I'm very far, far away from those days. But um, I can imagine that it just changes and it morphs. It doesn't ever end. Yeah. And listen, uh, let me tell you, this is something that you're going to hear 10,000 times, but just remember (laughs) that you said, I said it again when you were on live radio, that time goes so fast. So, so, so and some of those little things, like the the things that kind of kept you sane um, are going to end up showing up in the lives of your kids. I'll give you an example. I brought Mm -hmm. up the library. Um, when we went into uh, a, a new phase of lockdown about a month ago, I said they closed our library here. And the library is just what kept us going in a lot of ways yeah. when my kids were little. Because I'm a big reader and I kind of forced my daughters to become <laughs> uh, big readers. And um, and what's wonderful is now that they're older, they're both in college, um, mm-hmm. they are both really, like the library is really important to them. The reading is really important to them. Now, listen, I want you to know that I did not go into the library thing thinking I'm going to make my children into good readers. I was doing it to keep myself sane. Right. I really was. I really was. And plus, I thought reading was important to me and I wanted to get in there and get my own books. And so it just kind of evolved. (laughs) So like as a mom of older kids to a mom of younger kids, the kinds of things that you do to keep yourself sane can be really beneficial long term for your kids. It's a good reminder. That's a good reminder. And, you know, especially as we're thinking about this concept of boredom, I think it's a good reminder that those things that we repeat over and over and over, while they sometimes may seem monotonous to us, they really are creating in our kids the opportunity to learn and then to create those rhythms in their own life down the road, whether that's going to the library or doing a daily Bible reading time. You know, I was just listening to your last guest of, you know, praying for your kids and all these things that they see us doing, hopefully on a daily basis that yes, they're repetitive. Yes, they can seem boring, but they really are transforming us. They're transforming our kids in the process and they're helping us to become more like Christ as we participate in these very human things of loving our kids, raising our kids and caring for them every day. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing that never transformed me was another game of shoots and ladders. (laughs) (laughs) 
We changed the rules on that one because we only were allowed to do two shoots lest we lose our minds as a family. So <laughs> that, that was the rule that we made. <laughs> See, that's good. Preserving your sanity. Preserving your sanity is going to end up putting your kids in a good place. (laughs) We're talking to uh, Anne Swindells. She's the author of Still Waiting, Hope for When God Doesn't Give You What You Want. You can find her online at anneanswindell.com. All right, Anne, um, so give us some more advice. What about uh, moms out there, especially during this COVID era, who are like, get me or them out of here? Yeah, totally. You know, I think one of the biggest lies that moms, uh, and maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but when I talk to my girlfriends, other women at my church, this lie that we're constantly battling is that my life's not exciting. And so mm. therefore it's not um, as valuable as other lives. You know, in the world of social media and constantly being bombarded with images of, even during COVID, you know, beautiful places and fancy meals and <laughs> Uh, people dressed up to the nines and then you look down and you're wearing sweatpants that are covered in spit up. You just think, man, like what has my life turned into? Um, But I think, you know, if we go back to the word of God, if we go back to the scriptures, God is very, very clear that what he considers valuable does not often line up with what cultures consider, what culture considers to be valuable. And just as the Lord um, says, I love this in, Psalm 68, you know, blessed be the Lord who daily bears us up. God is constantly bearing us up, caring for us, loving us, tending to our needs. And as mothers, as we do that daily work of tending to the needs of our children, loving them, caring for them, meeting their needs, it is a way that we reflect God, and God considers that immensely valuable. And so it might not look, quote-unquote, exciting. It might not be flashy, but from the perspective of the kingdom of God, it is eternally valuable, beautiful, and worthy of praise. Really so good. true. And moms, if you can surround yourself with people that think that and can encourage mm-hmm. you and people you can encourage, then you will be blessed and energized both. Mm-hmm. And I bet you yeah. can Absolutely. use a little bit of both things. That's Ann Swindell, author of Still Waiting, Hope for When God Doesn't Give You What You Want. Find Anne online, annswindell.com. Thanks so much, Anne, for being here. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. A great pleasure. Oh, my goodness gracious. Prayers for all the moms out there, mm. bored or otherwise. That's oh, a very gosh. difficult terrain, and this mm. COVID time makes it, you know, doubly so. So God bless y'all. Take a break. Come back. We're just getting underway. It's the 4 o'clock hour of the ride home. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Excuse me. Why don't you have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof for the pre-existing condition. Well, actually... 
SelectQuote makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance, even if you have a health issue. I'm listening. You'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as little as a dollar a day. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's it called again? Select Quote. Just call or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote. Get the coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010 or go to selectquote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010 or selectquote.com. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. about the uh, final days of uh, Jeopardy, the game show Jeopardy and Alex Trebek. And, of course, uh, Alex Trebek passed away not that long ago, just uh, less than a month or so. And his final shows aired last week, which, uh, oddly so, uh, I watched those that final week. I love Jeopardy. I've been watching it for decades. And the the final show, I believe, the final two shows were shot on Christmas Day. Really? Because uh, Alex Trebek himself made reference to it. Hey, Merry Christmas on this Christmas Day. Now, um, there were sad shows, of course. I mean, you love Alex and you knew, you know, sort of the the end was near. And now uh, I'm sitting down this week and I'm watching New Jeopardy, which is going to feature, at least in the short term, a a cast of sort of temporary co-hosts until they figure Mm -hmm. out what's going on. The fill-ins. Yeah, the fill-in hosts. And uh, I mean, do you, have you watched, was there a period in your life where you ever watched it any length? I watched Jeopardy up until I graduated from high school. And then I don't think I ever really watched it again. Ridiculous. I love it. It's just, I just don't have television on at that time of day. It's not, I mean, I, I always really appreciated Alex Trebek. I think it's a terrific show. People are like gigantic brains oh my goodness. that can succeed on that. I mean, so yeah, it was just a matter of my schedule. Yeah. But there's something about, you know, the, the two things combined about the gigantic brains and the super hyper recall. Oh, isn't that sick that people can do that? Yeah. And how about the breadth of knowledge that you have to have? Right. Like, it's just, I I really admire anybody that can do that. Good. I'm watching it last night and I'm thinking, I can't find my keys in right. two tenths of a second. Oh, here's the thing though. Those, I bet a lot of those people can't find their keys either. 
I bet that, you know, they have a certain type of intelligence, which is that they're great book learners and they have great recall. But I believe me, I've known a lot of people like that in my life and they can't figure out where their keys are. <laughs> I hope that's true. But how about also to, because it requires a little bit of the gambler in you, you know, you get that, you know, the double jeopardy, whatever I they know. call it. What is it? The daily, I don't know, whatever that the is. The daily double. Daily double. No, and, it's the uh, double jeopardy at the end. That's what you... And all of a sudden, people are like, you know, going to the casino. And I often no, wonder about no, this. No, 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 wait, wait. That's Final Jeopardy. Look, everyone's listening. Like, these two are such morons. No, no, yeah. Not Final Jeopardy, no. But, you know, like, you get to double up or whatever it is. Oh, you get to decide how much you're willing to grant. Yeah, yeah. That, right? I mean, people are already gambling. You know, I just, I don't know. Okay, so if you're going to watch a game show, what's, what's your favorite game? Would it be The Price is Right? I hate The Price is Right. I hate oh. everything about the prices, right? I hate the ding, 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 ding. Don't hold back. I hate really? What is it about the prices? I hate right? everybody screaming. I can't stand it. I can't. What stand would it be then? Um, I would say the twenty-five thousand dollars pyramid. That was my favorite game show of all time. With Dick Clark. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. any of his other fill-ins. I think Bill Bixby was a fill-in for a while, and that's dating yourself. I know. Bill Bixby. It is. I mean, I was a kid when I was watching those. I liked right. that show. It was would very you... calm and extremely tense. Would you ever appear in a game show? Uh, I dreamed as I remember being in maybe the summer between third and fourth grade that I would grow up and be on the $25,000 pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I once thought Monty Hall was like a long lost uncle and I wanted to appear on let's make a deal and look behind door number three, Monty. <laughs> that's nice. Uncle... Was there, was there any familial connection between you? None whatsoever. Mm, no, that's disappointing. None whatsoever. Just a common surname. The Family feud is also very silly. Hey, Chris Buda, our friend Chris Buda. I've enjoyed that over the years. Yeah. Anyway, God bless Alex Trebek. I'm watching Jeopardy tonight at 7. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in, and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The House is voting on the impeachment resolution against President Trump and now has the votes to carry through with the impeachment. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is rejecting a Democratic attempt to swiftly call the chamber into emergency session for an impeachment trial of President Trump. A growing number of restaurants nationwide are opening for indoor dining in defiance of strict COVID-19 regulations in their states saying they are being targeted unfairly and are barely hanging on. In Oregon, a movement to defy an indoor dining ban began on January the 1st and is gaining steam despite warnings from state inspectors. Similar revolts in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Washington, and California. Stocks closing mixed on Wall Street. The Dow fell 8 points, the Nasdaq gained 56, and the S&P was up 8. This is SRN News. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from The Spring House. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give The Spring House Catering Department a call at 724-228-3333. 
From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. Some home repairs simply can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, or composite. To show their appreciation to word listeners, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this station. Get 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off, backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Tonight, we'll see considerable clouds. Expect a low tonight of 33. Mostly cloudy skies on tap for tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 43. Clouds breaking tomorrow night with a low of 33. Friday will be mostly cloudy. We'll see a little rain late in the morning. That'll be followed by a couple of snow showers in the afternoon. Friday will reach a high of 43. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today, the Wednesday edition. It's a light update outside the window. It's still light outside. It is still light outside. Mm-hmm. And in only uh, 30 minutes, less than 30 minutes, we're going to be playing uh, NHL hockey this season. I mean, not the three of us, but. Yeah. Have you gotten over the shock of Sunday? So the answer is no, mm, but this is what's happened. I um, spend a lot of my time when I'm at home uh, consuming sports media, right? I listen to uh, sports radio. I read sports, that sort of thing. When Sunday night happened, cold Turkey, Me too. I have not 
listen me, me to anything. You know why? Because do we really need the mm. denouement? Do no. we need the painful, nope. painful declining action in just going back and doing like the post-mortem on the Steelers season? Nope. And everyone hates Ben and everybody hates Tomlin and everybody hates Juju. And I just think I cannot right. take that in. Well, when I was a kid, I needed that, that post-mortem. Yeah. Like when I was, a, you know, a, a kid watching the pirates dissolve, you know, and go, hold on, be, I, it's going away too fast. I need to mm-hmm. now as an adult, you just go, okay, I'm moving on. Right. Because it is, it, I mean, you know, you use sports as an enjoyment and as a diversion yes. from the real world. So when yes. sports lets you down, exactly. you know, you just got to go save my pain in every way possible, please. Why did I care so much about this? Why is this such a big deal that it's right. killing me psychologically? Hey, speaking of killing me psychologically, because we were on vacation, uh, we had some time off over Christmas. Yeah. The three of us, John and I had some more time and uh, Mike came back. But here's the thing that we have not yet discussed. Hmm. We never brought up the fact that Josh Bell was traded on Christmas. So again, who cares? I mean, it is so, like it. That was the final insult. I mean, I think we all knew that no, they were going to no, trade him, but the fact that they traded him on Christmas Eve, I was like, that is fitting. That's the way it feels to be a pirate fan. Is they trade Josh Bell on Christmas Eve? Right. It, it made Josh Bell happy. It was a happy Christmas yeah, for sure him. He wasn't happy. I'd be. I, that's the first thing I thought. I thought, oh, I bet he's relieved. No. Whenever I hear the Where'd word he pirates, and I don't know. I don't, seriously, I really don't care. When I hear the words pirates and trade, I immediately turn away. No, nationals. It's like, you know, it's like oh, no, it's, uh, please it's spare me again. Okay, the yeah, and let me just say that for the first time since, it might be the first time since Malkin and Crosby arrived on the scene, the pens are not discussed amongst the, uh, the you know, top elites. The top elites and those who are going to be vying for the Stanley Cup. I mean, you don't want to draw too close of a parallel, but, you know, like Ben, they're getting long in the tooth. Right. That's all. Isn't it hard to believe you can think like, oh, Sid and Gino are getting up there. Really? Right. Isn't Sid still 19? So if Sid and Gino are getting up there, what does that say about us? Exactly. I mean, what the heck is going on? Right? Hey, uh, speaking of baseball and sports stars, listen, just a little sidebar. If you yourself are a baseball fan, tomorrow uh, on the air at this time, actually, Daryl Strawberry, he of the New York Mets, will join us live on the air. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. We've never talked to Daryl Strawberry. I feel excited about that. Yeah, he's going to talk to us about uh, – You'll hear the story. I mean, wow. I, I spent a lot. I spent a lot of good baseball time watching Daryl Strawberry. you did. Me too. Yeah. I was in New York City in the 80s. I mean. Wow. That's awesome. Boom. Yeah. Daryl Strawberry. I loved him. So what the hooterly do? That's when I was still hanging on to the Pirates, you know, after 1979. Oh, yeah. As well, you should you know what I mean? You know, the, the next decade, you still hold out hope before yeah. you're completely emotionally crushed and you have to, you know, get some kind of professional counseling so you can figure out how to separate yourself from the team. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe I'm revealing. It hasn't worked much. really well. Just based upon that description, you're still, you're still working through that. Listen, I'm just happy that we're talking about sports and not politics right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anything, but is what I say. Um, I don't know. You know, I was uh, speaking of uh, extra, uh, well, speaking of uh, sports, uh, I went downstairs this morning and I heard this really familiar sound, you know, aren't, aren't sound, Sounds are just really interesting to me because they, you know, you talk about sense memory, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I went down and I, as I'm going down the steps downstairs, I heard this. The I knew, no, it was my boy, my 20 year old on a bicycle trainer. 
and he's on, you know, that big back wheel and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crushing like this. And I was like, Hey, Hey, and his headphones in, Hey, what's going on? He's this big old, you know, sweaty mess. How long you been in there? You know, 50 minutes. You know, yeah. I just, there's something about that. How's Wait, your so, exercise? So has, has he not, how's my exercise? Yeah. I started a new exercise plan January 1. And? Um, what, I've, what is, I've only missed one day. Good for you. Um, and uh, that was yesterday. I mean, I don't exercise on Sundays. But I, I was not able to exercise yesterday. It was the first day other mm-hmm. than Sunday that I did not exercise. I'm, I'm doing the Nike training app, oh. which is available on uh, your phone or smart device. <laughs> Thanks for that commercial. I took mm-hmm. a walk today and I, I had this like neighborhood walk and I hadn't been on it for a while. I went up like a very steep Pittsburgh Hill. Yeah. I had to take a break halfway up. <laughs> maybe, maybe you ought to not do the Nike training app yet Whoa. to walk up a couple more hills before you download. Like, wait, Hey Johnny, hold on. You've never had to take a little break walking up a Pittsburgh Hill. My mother used to say that uh, I've said this before women in Pittsburgh had the best legs because they climbed the most hills. Right. And my mom right. would know. Yeah. <laughs> Except now women in Pittsburgh don't leave their house. So it's all going downhill. Right. For men yeah. too. Don't you just look at the women and say it's going downhill for us. If you have like a really good leg, maybe because you're like hitting the brake pedal a lot. You, have a you nice think that's calf, what it is? I don't think that right? really does much yeah. for you. Yeah. It's the calf exercise. Look, I'm having trouble getting up a hill. I'll take any exercise I can get. If it's me pumping my brake pedal to have a better calf, I'll claim it. This particular trainer on my Nike app is on my last nerve because whenever she introduces th- something, she'll say, this is my favorite exercise for, is mm. this is my favorite, which makes, I know as soon as she says, this is my favorite, it's going to be a nightmare. Mm. I'm not going to be able to survive it. No, wait, no, I'm wait. going to have so to the, stop halfway through. Talk to me about the Apple training app. Uh, the Nike training app. The Nike. Okay. So this is, have you seen that thing on television? The mirror, the mirror no. thing? Huh. So creepy looking. It's Why, like what's that? it's it looks like you know a full length mirror, and you attach it to your wall, and then it's got like on the side of it these you know other like uh, exercise apparatuses come out. But inside the mirror is a real like you know video stream of a person oh. talking to you, oh, telling you, right. "Hey, come on, cat, you look yeah, great." Yeah, Keep yeah. It up. I don't want that. No. Can you imagine a real person inside your mirror talking? No, to that's you? the last. That's like a nightmare. That's the last thing I need. Hey, that's John, the- you look a little chunky over there. Put down the cookies, my friend. Mike, do you think you're going to be getting the mirror thing no. for the uh, 2021 season? No, absolutely not. I already, I already have enough voices uh, that come through my head when I'm looking at the right. mirror. I don't the need mirror. any other. Yeah. Who wants yeah. a talking yeah. mirror? That look. That ended well for Snow White. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we should have known, and I think she recorded that and like. 1930 plus yeah, i can't afford good. that it's like 15 i think it's like 1500 dollars. is it really yeah yeah it looks very super high tech i don't think listen like i just talking. pull up my ipad and that kirsty yells at me and gives me her favorite exercises every See, that's day. it that's what you need now you want to pay somebody to yell at you like you're not already yeah. like well, i'm involved. not paying for it that's the beautiful thing i really appreciated this about oh, nike free. once okay. COVID, once COVID started they uh, took the cost away Oh, so you get somebody to yell at you for free. Yeah. So Sounds like your mom. Kirsty with her New Zealand accent stuff. is making my life miserable for free. Okay. All righty. That's it. That's our exercise routine for the day. That's it. I feel exhausted. 
Is the cool down coming? I don't know. Anyway, coming up next, the Reverend Dr. Roger D. Woodworth will be with us. How are we as Christians to be people of high grace and people of high truth? We'll talk about that next. It is the Wednesday edition of The Ride Home. WORD. God's given every one of us a platform. And Jamie Ivey tells women all the time, wherever God has you, he wants to use you. I don't want them to look at me or you and think, well, God's really using them. Because God was really using me in my home. And that influence matters. God wants you to be you. We'll talk with Jamie Ivey about that next time on Family Life Today. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. By now, you've heard me talk about MyPillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. MyPillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium MyPillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call one 800 391 You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. I'm Pastor Tom Hall of First Church Pittsburgh. Like you, I can't wait for this crazy time to be over. But in spite of how things seem, God isn't done with us. Join us at fpcp.org Sundays at 1045. Stream us on Facebook. Let's discover together how this story ends. Hint, Jesus wins. Every couple has a great story. How you met, how you married, how you made it through. We want to hear yours. Word FM and Trinity Jewelers celebrate wedding stories now through February 12th. Just go to wordfm.com and click the wedding stories banner to share a funny, moving, or inspirational story of your own. John and Kathy will share the best on air from 4 to 6 p.m. You can win dinner on us, an overnight stay, or the grand prize will reveal very soon. Wedding stories presented by Word FM and Trinity Jewelers. Enter now at wordfm.com slash contests. Ever sir? for a new job? It's much harder to find a job when you're between jobs than when you're at the top of your game. It's the same in times of crisis. Lack of preparation makes it harder, and it takes longer to recover. As a Christian, it's your job to be ready for crisis. Start your free online training now at ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org. You don't need it today, but when you do, the payoff is matchless. A message from ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org. How are we 
these Christians, as citizens of the United States, to navigate these odd and perilous, dangerous days that we are currently living in. Well, Roger Woodworth is with us, the Reverend Roger Woodworth, author of Kingdom Holiness, Holy Living in a Challenging Culture. Reverend, welcome back. How are you today? I'm good, John. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. Always good to see Roger. Now, if you're listening to the program and you'd like to actually watch it, you can. If you log on to Facebook and go to the Ride Home with Johnny Kathy, you can watch the Zoom call that we're right now having between John and his spare room, me and my spare room, and Roger and his spare room, right? (laughs) Amen. Amen. Terrific. Okay, Roger. Um, tumultuous events in the in uh, the nation over the last yeah, week, yeah. in particular, but over the last you know five plus years. Um, hard to know how to think about that as a Christian. How, hard to know what our standards should be and how we decide and how we you know show ourselves to be followers of Jesus and also a witness to the world. Yeah. I think it's been a challenge, especially, but it's always been a challenge for Christians for us to be people of high grace and high truth, mm. to find that centered gospel between law and licentiousness, between moralism and pragmatism, if you will, uh, continuing to try to enhance human flourishing while also challenging human idolatry. That's a real challenge, and it makes it even more difficult today. I think especially as so many of us have found ourselves entrenched in the ideological foxholes um, and maybe also idolizing that particular ideology or political stance or uh, following a particular person, et cetera, et cetera. And then how do we, how do we get out of that so we can get back to enhancing human flourishing and then still challenging the idolatry that we tend to fall in sometimes. Right. No. So Roger, both sides, right? Democrat, Republican would say, well, God's with us. I mean, that's right. Clearly, God's, God's, on our side. God's on our side. We've got the truth here, but that's not always the case, is it? Yeah. God's uh, in that foxhole with me, um, with my particular view of the world, my, my particular worldview. So we, we latch on to that even more because we think we, you know, God is on our side. And, and I think also that I find myself and I think as well as other people, you know, we, we drift towards that kind of hanging on to the truth moralism uh, to enhance our idea of, of the truth. Or we get so frustrated, we go to Bonhoeffer's cheap grace and we just don't want to deal with it at all. Um, instead of trying to find a way to to the to the center, and uh, as uh, sometimes I talk about, I refer to John the Baptist who got to that place because his expectations of God were in such a way uh, he found himself in prison, and he sent Jesus' disciples to ask Jesus, "Are you really the one? Are you really the Messiah?" So I think we can get so entrenched in our particular ideological foxhole or our theology or so entrenched in legalism or licentiousness that we find ourselves wondering if Jesus is really the Messiah. Um, and that's where, where John found himself in. And partly isn't because that, Isn't that fascinating, Rob? Let me interrupt you for a minute because sure. I've just I've I've been fascinated by that passage because um if John was asking the question, yeah. if he was in that um, that much of a of a wrestle of his soul, 
right? Um, then how maybe we should more easily understand the trials that we go through and the questions we have for God. Because if John's, if, if John the Baptist is asking that, like, are you the guy or should I be looking for somebody else? Was that right. baptism thing I did weird? What? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the guy who said of Jesus, you know, behold the Lamb of God. I'm not right. worthy to tie his sandals. He needs to increase i need to decrease and all of a sudden he finds himself in that place and i think for john and it's i think it's a similar for us we find ourselves john was realizing that his theological expectations weren't what he was uh, mm-hmm. expecting from god as well as his personal i mean john was the one who came and basically he had a theology of you know turn or burn you know god's going to come and you know burn up the the chaff and separate the wheat and uh, he's going to come and uh, baptize with the Holy Spirit and baptize with fire. Well, now he finds himself in jail because he confronted uh, uh, Herod with his adultery. And so now he's sitting in a cold jail with Herod going on and partying and committing adultery. And Jesus is out hanging around with the very chaff that uh, he expected Jesus to burn up. Mm-hmm. And so that created all kinds of uh, concern in Jesus or in uh, John's mind. And I think in a similar way, we can look at the events, whether it's the pandemic or our political strife, where is Jesus in the midst of all of this? Why am I so entrenched in this particular foxhole and, and hanging on to what I think is the truth when, from my perspective, there's lots of untruths out there right. in, the other, in the other foxhole? And so it's a legitimate question it's always been one for me yeah no so roger in your book kingdom holiness you talk about your your son-in-law and you tell a story about that and that particular story how it changed you in your relationship and how you look at god yeah my my theological expectations were a little uh, befuddled Um, our son-in-law matt was also my assistant pastor and he passed away in a nine-month period with cancer and uh, it sent me into a lot of doubting and despair over God, which took me a year or more to figure out. And I think that what I came to understand was that my theological expectation was because my wife and I and our kids and our grandkids were living in the city and serving God in the urban context, that we would sacrifice, we'd have some hardships, but nothing dramatic would ever happen to us, like the loss of our son-in-law and happened to our daughter, of course. And so I realized after a while that my expectations about how uh, God was going to treat me were, were wrong, that just because I was serving him in a particular way, that he wouldn't allow this kind of thing to happen to me. And I'd actually gone into kind of a works righteousness, our urban ministry and what all of our family were doing and sacrificing would be justified to keep us from ha- uh, being harmed in any way and suffering any real uh, deep problem. And then I came to look at this whole passage with John the Baptist mm-hmm. and Jesus's answer to John is, is that uh, blessed are those who don't stumble over me, um, who don't find an offense with me. I think sometimes we think we're stumbling over other people and when reality we're stumbling over Jesus. What, what does that, that mean exactly, Roger, stumbling over Jesus? I think because just what I was doing, I was stumbling over Jesus. I was upset with God. Um, that he didn't keep our family protected in this way, that one of our family members had died of cancer. 
so I was stumbling over my expectation of how I thought Jesus should take care of us. Mm-hmm. And I think John was the same way. He was stumbling over the reality that, yes, Jesus is going to separate the wheat and the chaff, but not maybe in his lifetime. John expected that that was going to come now. And he was, he was stumbling over that, his, his expectations. And so I think it's the same way. Why hasn't uh, God fixed the pandemic? Why is this racial and uh, political strife going on in our country when I think I have the right view? And uh, whether we have the right view or not, we're expecting God to intervene. Mm-hmm. And we stumble over the fact that he's not. And then we end up stumbling over someone else because they have a different view or, uh, you know, whatever. Um, masks or no masks, those kinds of things. We're stumbling over people rather than the realizing that what I'm really stumbling over is that God's not doing what I expect him to do in this situation. Yeah, the path that I've had set for myself, Jesus is standing right in the middle of. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Come on, Jesus. You're, you're, you're become the stumbling block. And yeah. he's saying, blessed are those who are not offended by that, not stumbling over that. The Reverend Roger D. Woodworth, the Reverend Doctor. You're a Reverend Doctor, right? I am a Reverend Doctor. Excellent. Oh, I'm going to call you that every darn time I see you now. <laughs> Reverend right. Dr. Roger Woodworth, you love that. Author of Kingdom Holiness, Holy Living in a Challenging Culture. Let me bring up something else that I've, I've um, considered. I really took this to heart when I've been through uh, times of deep suffering myself. Um, and that was the fact that, uh, that John was, knew who Jesus was and was convinced mm-hmm. of who Jesus was right. when things were okay with him. I mean, he was definitely right. sacrificing. I mean, he lived, right. you know, in the wilderness. I mean, he was, you know crazy. And, you know, he was living a life that was, uh, quote unquote, sold out for God, but still, you know, things seemed to be kind of in control and he recognized Jesus that who he, that he was, who he said he was. But when things got dire for John, when he was in prison, when things were incredibly dark, that's when he started to say, now, wait a minute, maybe I'm, maybe, maybe I should be looking for some, maybe this is the wrong guy. And to me, I don't know, that's been comforting. I thought, you know what, it's so hard when you are in deep periods of suffering. That's all I can say. It's just so hard to think, God, this isn't, the, I've often said to God, and I say this, I just want to be honest with the listening audience. I, I've said this to God and I've tried to be honest about it. I've said, "Is so this is how you treat the people you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because that's just how I, that's how I felt. Yeah. And yet my, uh, doctoral thesis was written around the idea that comfort and convenience creates a learning disability. Mm. We, we learn most and better in hard realities rather than soft realities. But of course, we'd all prefer a little more comfort and a little more things going our way. And so that's what I've been trying to glean out of this time with our political differences and the racial strife and the pandemic. What do we? What can we learn out of all this, other than we just like to get out of it and get past it? Um, and I'm not sure I've, I've I've got a lot of answers yet, but I, I am convinced that in the hard realities of life is where God wants to teach us some things. Right. You know, the whole idea of separating the wheat and the tares, but we've been told to learn how to live with the tares in our yeah. lives mm-hmm. and not uh, necessarily root them up. Roger, then take us back from whence we came. Talk about high grace and high truth. 
Yeah, it's something that I'm still learning, <laughs> even in the midst of, of this, um, because I would prefer to take my high truth and to beat it over the heads of some people who I might disagree with. That's, that's internally. I, I haven't literally done that at this stage. Um, and so I, I think the challenge of, of doing this, I, we, we want to be gracious people, high grace but we don't want to have untruths trample all over us just by being grace. So at the same time, we have to confront idolatry, as I said earlier, or confront where uh, we believe people are not uh, perpetrating or uh, living out the truth. And so we, as best we can, gently share that and lovingly share the truth. And when they reject it, we continue to pray for them, grace for them, but I also think there are times, you know, it would be not unlike uh, an abused spouse. I would never counsel a woman to stay in an abusive situation. And so there are times when we just have to back away from a conflict or a situation where the just the agreement just isn't going to come. If we've applied the, the most amount of love and grace that we can and, and, and still can't come to some kind of uh, understanding of what the truth is, then sometimes we just have to back away. I think the other thing I would say is, is that you think about uh, Jesus in the, the Philippians 2 passages, the great kenosis, that's the Greek word for that. You know, Jesus surrendered his right to be who he was, surrendered his divinity, yet uh, it didn't change who he was. He was still fully God. And for me, that says to us, we can surrender our right to be right. We can surrender our privilege and it doesn't change who we really are um so it's okay to to lose an argument for example mm. one of the great counsels that i was given early on in ministry by a, a woman who was helping me get trained in counseling said you know because of your athletic endeavors etc you're going to have to give up the desire to always win if you want to be able to minister in the context where i think mm. god's leading you to and i still haven't always uh my wife will be the first to attest to that. I haven't always uh, uh, accomplished that, but it has really stuck with me, especially, I think, in these days. Uh, we don't have to always win the argument. Amen to that. Reverend Dr. Roger Woodworth is with us. He is the author of the book that I've forgotten, but I have on this piece of paper. Hold Kingdom on. Kingdom Holiness. Kingdom Holiness, Holy mm-hmm. Living in a Challenging Culture. Roger, thanks so much. Uh, we need some wisdom. We really need some good. truth in these brutal and hard times we're all living through. We certainly appreciate your appearance here as an agent of peace. So thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. Love you guys. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. you as well. Love you. We'll take a break. Come back. Uh, does this make sense? It's our daily delve into wisdom, or perhaps not. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at oozebugstoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it, and you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food. We've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food, because 40% of all food in the U.S. never gets eaten. 
Save the food. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Where the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Across the country... The fall semester of colleges have come to an end. Now, of course, COVID has really affected how colleges teach. Your child maybe have been in college and uh, has had primarily Zoom classes. We're happy to report that Grove City College, where Kath and I have children who have attended, really made a great effort to make sure that most of the students were able to attend in-person classes. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It's been a good semester. Our kids have really thrived this semester. We really had great encouragement from the teaching that was online and in person at Grove City College. Now, of course, there were some COVID cases, but not enough to really affect things or shut things down. So Grove City College, if you're thinking about your child for next semester or next year at Grove City College, we'd highly recommend because we know the leadership and the quality, the nature of those who are in leadership at Grove City College. Yeah, and I feel like I can speak well to this, John, because my daughter is one of the people who got COVID-19, and she's a student at Grove City. We had to bring her back um, at the beginning of November, and uh, nothing at all about this entire era is ideal. But I felt like the college did the best that they could in dealing with rising cases, and a lot of students went home, some students stayed, and I think you're right. The prioritization of in-person learning as long as they possibly could is what really made this semester go. That's right. If you're looking for a quality education with Christ-centered in the middle, Grow City College online, gcc.edu. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight, we'll see considerable clouds. Expect a low tonight of 33. Mostly cloudy skies on tap for tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 43. Clouds breaking tomorrow night with a low of 33. Friday will be mostly cloudy. We'll see a little rain late in the morning. That'll be followed by a couple of snow showers in the afternoon. Friday will reach a high of 43. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The tune that lets me know that I need to ask the question, does this make sense? What makes sense? The mouse. The The computer mouse, John. The mouse has been around for a long time, but in large part replaced by the trackpad. Trackpad, you know, is available on your laptop or you can buy one, you know, for your desktop. And it brings to mind the question I've been asking myself over the last three months or so since I've been working from home. Does a mouse make sense? I love a mouse. I love a wireless mouse that has quick reflexes. I love it so much. What about the trackpad? I hate it. That crazy little thing. No, I I'm, don't try. Don't trust your finger to do that. Really? There's what? a large margin of error there. The mouse is in your hand in a cupped position, which feels comforting. And then you're able to move. Are you comforted it by your mouse? I am comforted by my mouse. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I think everybody should have a mouse. Whether I love a mouse. A wireless mouse is the greatest technological invention, I'd say almost, of the 20th century. Okay, well, I'm going to shock you right here, John, and I'm going to say I agree with you yes. that the mouse makes sense. And here's why. Because I've used a trackpad exclusively oh, for at least 10 years. Exclusively. And I came home. I had to set up things, you know, working from home, pulled out a desktop, started to use the mouse again. Of course. I love it. So a mouse does make sense. Yes, it does. You, John? Okay. It just makes sense. Remember the days when you used to go to a restaurant? I mean, even today to some extent with some takeout. But especially at a restaurant, you're sitting with, you know, friends, family, perhaps coworkers on a lunch. You're in a Thai restaurant, a Chinese restaurant, and you order something, and the words come from the waiter, how spicy. Oh, oh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Uh I go, wait, is this one to five? Is this Uh, one to ten? Is this one to a hundred? What are we talking about? And then, you know, it's like, you know, there there are people around and then there's a decision you've got to make immediately. Mm -hmm. And what what if you blow it? What if it's Mm -hmm. too spicy? What if it's not spicy enough? What about what about the restaurants that say at the bottom, if it's too spicy, we're not taking it back? Well, then that's like way too much pressure. How about how about this? Just make it medium. Because, you know, we're Americans. Just give it to me medium. How spicy? I don't have to prove my manliness by eating something that's like atomic. The hot, how spicy thing, that doesn't make any sense It to doesn't me. make any sense to me either. You know why? I just want to know some kind of standardization. Since I don't know it, I'm afraid of it. Let's get OSHA involved in this, right? They'll figure it out. It doesn't make any sense to me. 101.5 WORD. Does being a Christian mean you're supposed to be a people person? Holly Girth doesn't think so. I think solitude is a spiritual discipline that has been present throughout the history of church that we've lost a little bit. And maybe we don't need the same amount, but we all need it. We'll look at God's design for introverts next time on Family Life Today. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. 
If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move with the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member of SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. I said Pittsburgh. Did you hear that that came out? It was like before before I could stop it. It was right there. Oh, I love it. The Yinzer leaks out. It's Pittsburgh Restaurant Week, uh, January 11th to 24th. And if there's anyone who loves a restaurant, it's John and Mike and I. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, I was looking at the Pittsburgh Restaurant Week web. It's hard to say. Pittsburgh Restaurant Week website Hello. Uh, at the uh, uh, participating vendors. And I got very hungry just looking at some of my favorites. Nice. Okay. So even in the midst of COVID, uh, right? Um, you can dine in at 50% capacity at any of these establishments. Uh, you can take out okay. and you can enjoy the best that Pittsburgh has to offer gastronomically. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about all those restaurants? So those poor people uh, have uh, been shuttered, right? Or, or struggling. Out of business. Yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of people, and this is just a broad, a lot of people are back to work. Those who are not are back to work are uh, concert venues, musicians, movies, and of course, restaurants, which is, you know, shocking considering how many millions of people earn their living in the food industry. Right. That's for sure. Where'd you go? Um, oh, you were what, the North where did Park I go Lounge. yesterday? I went to the North Park Lounge yesterday. Uh-huh was the only the second time I've eaten out in a restaurant since March. And? And I had a terrific, uh, their strawberry chicken salad has been a favorite of mine for a long time. It was very good yesterday. And it was really weird to be out. And it felt really, really, really good. See, that'd be like the last thing I'd order. What, the strawberry chicken salad? I wouldn't go out to, to, to lunch or dinner and order chicken salad. And why is that? Not to be mean. It just feels a little pedestrian. You, you don't know anything about the chicken salad I ordered. I'm just saying well, chicken salad You're not asking what the ingredients are. I'm not saying chicken salad like tuna salad, not not chopped up chicken with, I mean, chicken, grilled chicken on a salad. Does that make it better? Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, 100%. Oh, well, thank goodness. 100% better. Jeez. Yeah, you want a nice salad with some grilled chicken on top exactly, of it. Exactly. That's oh, what it well, was. Well, I thought you were yeah. talking like, you know, no. you're going to have like Melba toast and mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm like, what is, you getting all excited about going out I to love, lunch I, for that? I mean, no, I don't think it's so. A nice, it's a nice bed of greens. Uh, oh, they're fresh strawberries, oh. feta, and slivered almonds. There and it's go. covered in a nice strawberry vinaigrette. And then Good. you've got your chicken breast. It's, it's 
it's yum. That's not something like you. So what I'm saying is you would not normally make yourself like that at home. No, I would in not that make style. that at home. You would right. go to a restaurant to make it an occasion to do that. Right. That exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, exactly. I mean, hey, I went to the restaurant. I had tuna, tuna salad. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I love- you know, my mission is to order tuna salad in as many establishments as I can in Listen. my lifetime. I'm telling you, that's a recipe for disaster. It's you, not. It is. How many people have passed away because of bad tuna salad? Okay, listen, you can, why are you convinced that tuna salad's bad? If you're, if you're doubting the establishment, you think their ham and cheese is going to be any better? It's like an invitation. It's a passport to like disaster. It's I don't not. care if you're having tuna salad at Lamont. Some it's- careless cookie, some careless person in the kitchen mm-hmm. could have left it out overnight. All of a sudden it's rife with bacteria. So what? So you're why are why are, and you're dead within an hour and a half? Why are you trusting your turkey Reuben to that person if they left the tuna salad out overnight? Because they're going to use it over an open flame. They're going to cook it up a little bit for me. What? Okay, so you wouldn't order you wouldn't away. order a turkey and cheese like a cold turkey and cheese sandwich. Probably not. What? Mm-mm. So you wouldn't order a ham and cheese? You wouldn't go to a deli and order like a roast beef sandwich, a cold roast beef sandwich. Uh, no, I wouldn't. No, who wants a cold? First of all, a cold roast beef sandwich is horrible. it's delicious with cheddar. No, Get out no. of here, Mike. I mean, would you do Ruben, that? Give me a Rachel. You're going to heat it up a little bit. There's something involved in that action of heating. Just something that's like, look, Kath. I've worked in a many many restaurants. I know what goes on back there. Listen, well, it, it's just abuse of the tuna salad, Mike. How do you feel about ordering things from a deli? Yeah, I'm sorry, Kath. I'm with John on this one. Thank yeah. you, Mike. I can't. Yeah, I'd rather just have a Reuben. That's fine. Really? So you're not going to order a ham and cheese? You're not going to have any sort of deli meat, cheese, and mayo put together? No. No, thank you. I don't think so. Give me a Reuben or a Rachel. Something. Either or. But we have digressed, and I apologize for that. Yeah, and I think I do believe it's your fault (laughs) because you're both wrong about the tuna salad thing. It's Pittsburgh Restaurant Week. Um, I went online and looked at some of the establishments that are uh, participating. Can I highlight a couple of my faves? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to. Um, I really like Mitchell's Fish Market. Mitchell's um is that is that in the strip Mitchell's is downtown and I'm I'm sure it has another location maybe Mount Levin I've been to Mitchell's where Mm -hmm. where downtown uh it's uh um gee I don't remember remember we we went to a uh a a party there a, a work party there didn't we three or four Ross Street Pittsburgh Thank you. Ross Street. Ross Street. Ross Street. I used to work Mitchell's at Ross Street. restaurant, bar, and banquet center. No, 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 no. no, no. That's, that's, not, that's no, a different no, no. one. That's a different one. I used to work one. at 225 Ross Street. Uh, that's Mitchell's up, across the street. My, the good watering hole. <laughs> that's funny. That's totally that's different. A, look up Mitchell's Fish Market and see where that is. Got Mitchell's. It. It's next to Klein's. I think they're, which Remember Klein's? Anymore. Yeah, I loved Klein's with the big lobster. Okay, that's in Mount Lebanon, right? Okay, so there isn't. So it doesn't look like there is one downtown anymore. It's gone. All right, so I love Mitchell. How about a McCormick and Schmick? Oh. Now that's another great one. Now that's all that's downtown. That's and downtown. I believe that's also in is that also in the waterfront? No, I think that's the only one. Now that's one of like fifty steakhouses that have risen up in the past decade or so mm-hmm. here in Pittsburgh. Now, of course, you love a steakhouse, but how many steakhouses can Pittsburgh support? I know. McCormick and Schmick also has good uh, fish as well. Yeah. Tuna salad? Okay. Um, can I also bring up Revel and Roost, which I think is right on Forbes Avenue, close to Market Square? No, um, are, all these places are still operating. Forbes are still operating. Yep. Uh, Revel and Roost. I had a I had a, a very nice brunch there uh, on a weekday months ago, 
And uh, that's a very nice place. Remember I, brunch? I like... Remember yeah, brunch? I, I mean, I, I'm not a particularly brunch person. Uh, usually, you know, for brunch, I'm in church, right? Not to say that I'm like, you know, super spiritual. You can do brunch right? on, a, on a weekday. You do brunch. Yeah. I mean, no, I like a brunch. Yeah. When I lived in, when I lived uh, in, in New York, I would regularly go to brunch with friends. Mm. And that, that's like that's like single guy in new york it thing is to do. it is i really enjoyed yeah, myself I, many I, a brunch that, that makes me envious and there'd be like this crowd of people you knew some a lot of them you didn't know yep. you know there was a lot of conversation about you'd blah, already blah, blah, worked blah. out by that point you were very hungry you showed up a, all your friends were there i got a mimosa yeah. or something going on there or you know a bloody uh, mary yeah, i mean oh my gosh you know you know oh. i know that was uh, those that was were the days era. weren't they mm, yeah, yeah all right how about um the Harris Grill. Uh, Harris Grill on Ellsworth Avenue. Yeah. Oh boy, that's that's an old place. It's been Have around it, forever I mean, as well. I've eaten a lot of meals at the Harris Grill. Me How too. about you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Greek salad at the Harris Grill. That's, right. That, that's an excellent salad, isn't right. it? Last time I ate there it was outside last summer. Mm-hmm. Well, not really? last summer, sadly, because it was COVID. It was the on year the before. patio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right across the street from the old elbow room. Exactly. Yeah. I love the Harris Grill. Um, okay, how about uh, the Grand Concourse? Oh, that, you know, our boss, our old boss, Chuck. Oh, yeah. And Tom both loved it there. And our old sales guy, Paul. Oh, Paul did he love say, it there? Oh, my gosh. Paul would say occasionally, you want to go down to Grand Concourse and have uh, some crab cakes? What oh, do you have? Yeah. Don't ask me twice. Oh, my gosh. And then you'd sit out along the river, the river. Room, How about their salmon? Remember the salmon on a cedar plank? That's a delicious thing they have at the Grand Concourse. No, I never had that. Oh, <gasps> It's yeah. so good. Speaking of brunch, that's the place to go for brunch. Yeah, it's a great brunch, except mm-hmm. it's always on a Sunday and I'm in church. Right. I've never gone to it. I've just looked at it longingly, menu-wise. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or you see the photos of the spread and you go, oh my gosh, yeah. I really want to do that. All right, mm-hmm. how about um, Nikki's tie? Oh, I'd love to go to Nikki's tie. And we got a story about Nikki's tie. Yeah, we do. We did an interview there one time, John and I. We were, <laughs> we, they- were interview- we were interviewing a pastor there. A pastor, our pastor. The church was going to hire the, this new pastor, and they were, the deal was already sealed. They were like, "Why don't you guys go to lunch with this pa- n- new guy and right. suss him out and see right. what, smoke him out?" See what like, like we're going to like say, "Oh, you know, no, I don't think so." Right, because we spent the whole first thirty minutes trying to figure out what scale of hotness we were ordering our <laughs> right. food with, and it's so awkward. We didn't know the poor man. He, he didn't, didn't know, know us. us. He was awkward. We were awkward. We're apologizing. He's a It was the, I felt bad for the poor man. That was probably six years ago, maybe seven years ago. I have to say, I still remember what I ordered that day. What? I got a delicious, delicious cold beef salad. Really? And we ate outside. That was a fabulous Mm -hmm. meal. Okay, wait, here's why I digress. When you go to a place like that, like, you know, Mm -hmm. Thai or whatnot, do you feel compelled to use chopsticks? Always. What if you don't want to? I do want to. See, well, I, I don't necessarily want to. Because I don't, don't get the. To? I don't really. I just want to use a fork. Why? Why do I have to use chopsticks? Because you're, you, you are immersing yourself in someone else's cuisine. Mike, back me up on this. I swear. If you don't, take his Mike, side again. Just enjoy your fork because no, you'll enjoy your no, food better. No, you're eating Asian food. Use an Asian implement. You'll enjoy it better with a fork. Get out of here. I, can't do the, I can't do the chopsticks. God bless I mean, you. they're they're fun to use. I'm so they're fun to use. Yes, but I'm not going to lunch for a novelty act. I can never get enough food on the chopstick. Exactly. 
It drives me crazy. That's it, Mike. That's it. If you're a guy, yes. you use your fork and shovel it I, in. That's right. I am among I am among <laughs> Philistines. I'm sorry. What in the world? Chopsticks. I mean, you can so if you want to use a fork, go to any of these other places I brought I Enjoy brought your up tuna that are salad. American food. What when you traveled in Asia when you were in the Philippines, were you using a fork? No, no, of course Thank not. Thank you. No. But just because I'm showing up, you know, I I eat like at a Thai restaurant one out of every hundred meals. All of a sudden, like I'm an expert on chopsticks. I don't think so. Uh, what about when you eat sushi? When you go out for sushi, please don't tell mm. me you're using a fork. No, I'm no, I'm not. Okay. That'd be embarrassing. Thank no. you. No, I mean, but just gen- really like Nikki's Thai, scene. Nikki's like it's you know it's a great place. But I'm not going to sit there and go oh and then oh I get a ch- I get to sharpen my chopsticks. You don't have to sharpen right? your you know, chopsticks, but you should use them. them. You know, out of here. It's like a little, and then I'm going to take them home as a souvenir. <laughs> no, you're going to leave. That's it. Nobody does that. Anyway, happy uh, Pittsburgh Restaurant Week. Use a fork and stay away from the tuna salad. In 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject, and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. What do you want a da-da-da? What do y'all want a da-da-da? I'm not a da what's a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressive da. Oh yeah. We could switch to Progressive and Zah. Mm-hmm. We could Zah enough to buy some Zah. Oh yeah. Let's switch to Progressive to da and get some Zah with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're gonna da da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da to da. Close to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Welcome back to Customize and Save with Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, the game show where you only pay for what you need. And we're out of time. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Every couple has a great story. How you met, how you married, how you made it through. We want to hear yours. Word FM and Trinity Jewelers celebrate wedding stories now through February 12th. Just go to WordFM.com and click the Wedding Stories banner to share a funny, moving, or inspirational story of your own. John and Kathy will share the best on air from 4 to 6 p.m. You can win dinner on us, an overnight stay, or the grand prize will reveal very soon. Wedding Stories, presented by Word FM and Trinity Jewelers. Enter now at WordFM.com slash contests i can't believe you found them he seems sorry we very clearly told him not to look up there i'm honestly impressed that he was able to do it right what did he balance on that big chair yeah i mean i guess he'll just know what his gifts are this year i really thought we had it in the well
If they can find their presence, they can find a gun. 911, what is your emergency? Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and nfamily Fire. with you it's been a difficult hour for me i mean i i feel as if i've brought up several things i've argued my case well and both john and mike have come down on the opposite side i think that the stark difference is it's just a, a, a you know guy girl thing what like girls like tuna salad and guys won't eat it at a I'm deli i'm just saying i'm just saying you're afraid Kat. of food poisoning but everything else there's fine you can make fun of it but i think that really is a guy girl thing i know he's right i really do what girls Sorry. order tuna salad when they go out i'm not saying that I'm not, don't read into that. I'm just saying, I think it's a guy-girl thing. What, and girls are more likely to use chopsticks at an Asian restaurant than a guy? You take it how you want. I'm just, (laughs) I'm going to stand up what I'm saying. Is made up. No, it's not. It is, it is, it is, it is. Why would you not eat? I mean, you're in an Asian restaurant. You have chopsticks right there. Listen, I generally do do that. I'm just saying I enjoy it more when I'm able to use a fork. That's all. I'm happy to play along, be culturally appropriate, use my little chopsticks, feel good about it. See, the way you say it, use my little chopsticks. Have I mean, a conversation. But then if I get takeout, I'm not using chopsticks. You're I'm not. Just, listen. I'm shoveling listen, that in. You know what I have? We have in this house, we have fine wooden chopsticks we use at home, like oh, the ones that you wash and reuse. They're, they're hand-painted. They're very lovely. And your husband's got to use them? He doesn't really do well with chopsticks, to be honest. Oh, oh, there you go. My point indeed. (laughs) Thanks for being with us on The Ride Home. Don't use your chopsticks. You should. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.